Welcome back to the greatest book club in the multiverse, the Geeksplain Book Club, where I, alongside my fellow Guardians of the Globe, endeavor to go through every single issue of every single volume of the critically acclaimed comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. We are focusing on... I love it now because, like, when I do the pause, Malcolm does this really nice smile, this slow, like, smirk. It just, it makes my heart. So I am joined, of course, by my, uh, by my Viltramite co-hosts, Jacob Brown. Ahoy, mateys. Okay. And Malcolm Russell Nelson. Family family <laughs> we we've been we've been chatting up uh jacob on fast and the furious off mic here so if uh, if a reference sneaks up on us every now and then just just bear with us here listen we are reading this book at a quarter mile at a time and for those 10 seconds we feel free that's all that matters you know Damn. that's all that matters that's all that counts really Every here. Friday, we are tackling a new volume of the Invincible comic. This week, we are taking a look at volume nine, entitled Out of This World. And boys, I think we've done it. I think we've gotten to a point where it's 99% new. I told you. Yeah, <laughs> it's new material. Yeah. New material. The only thing carried over was the reveal that D.A. Sinclair has made Reanimen for... Uh, the for government. the government the global defense yeah and that's it was that's that in the show the, i don't remember yeah. that in the show actually yeah yeah uh, well it was in like the reanimate on, on oh the that's right Omni-Man, that's yeah. that's right yes yeah. yes yeah and off to yes. the side he was like all like bandaged up and yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah like uh and then there's off. yeah and then there's the montage at the end of him like working on them that's yeah. right yeah but that's I, I forgot that's it that's it we are now in uncharted territory and i'm very excited because this volume fucking rules this volume fucking rules yeah. it slaps. <laughs> it's so, slaps so hard i was oh, very excited to get into this um all new stuff and we're really pushing the narrative forward with mark kind of becoming this hero. incredible hero mm-hmm. yeah like we've talked a lot about him being like slapped around and just kind of like shat on a lot over the last eight volumes yeah. but this is like he's really becoming like everything that he you know had the potential to be at this stage of his superhero career he even he does a press conference he, he does a press conference and he handles it probably better than i expected him to handle it yeah with everybody basically being like yeah aren't you your dad's son aren't you a viltrumite like, aren't you gonna yeah. all of us and he's like look like shit sucks my dad betrayed us like that's what it is and like i'm doing my hero thing not because i'm trying to like make up for what he did but because it's the right thing to do these these press people are like the the people at the un at the end of black panther who are like <laughs> well wakanda is just a farming nation what do you have to offer us yeah. like, wh- where do these people get off like <laughs> yeah who are you yeah exactly <laughs> what is yeah, this journalism why why are you, you know putting your opinions in journalism that's like what is supposed this? to be sending out the facts like what <laughs> is your right. deal 
Because I I definitely heard uh, SZA's All the Stars during this scene. Like, yeah, exactly. You get the smirk and then I you definitely, hear, yeah. 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 And then he's like, I'm not a cop. Or basically, you know, whatever he says. <laughs> um, but we also see him starting to like fi- try to figure out like, what am I doing with my life outside of the costume? Like he's slowly mending his relationship with, uh, with William. Yeah. Even though it's still kind of on the rocks he just broke up with amber so they're still trying to figure that out Mm -hmm. and he's like he's basically said like the only time that i'm like not having to worry about how terrible my fucking life is is when i'm going and fighting things and as someone who is a creative i can vibe with this yeah because the world fucking sucks sometimes yeah and we get to sit down and do stuff like this and just forget all that shit for a little while yeah so like i mean it's classic deflection it's probably not healthy but it's like it's what it is it is what it is man that's honest yeah man and what is really cool is that with him spending a little bit more time at home we get a little bit more of the little purple boy olivier Olivier, 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 and the Raftars. Uh, <laughs> oh um, I have to tell you, reading this whole volume, I just subconsciously read all of his lines with the French accent. Okay, <laughs> I, I did too, and I thought it was really it. good. I was, I did it for the first like two issues. I was like, it actually kind of works. Especially I kind of like that he's French. He is. I, yeah. Uh, I was more like a Lawrence Olivier's voice was actually in my head coming <laughs> yeah, out. Actually, yeah. it was just like I this love old you, man. Mommy Demi. Mommy yes. <laughs> He's got this like deep, like yeah, exactly. It's just a invincible brown voice as like a small child. I love you, Mommy Debbie. I love you, Mommy. Hello, Debbie. brother. I'm yeah. well. Hello, brother. I trust you are well. <laughs> Um, yeah. I haven't told mom yet. I wanted to surprise you. How do we play the catch? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. And now I can't decide whether that's better or where, whether it's like, when do you think I should get my power? <laughs> you got like, your powers not, from El It's Fazer. not good French. It's no, like really it's bad awful. French. It's yeah. a really bad French it's, accent. It's yeah. Inspector Clouseau from the It's Pink Inspector Panther. Clouseau French. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's exactly it. We'll just, I would like we'll to have, have a come back and voice Olivier in season two. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's Perfect. easy. Yeah. He'll just Perfect. There you go. The Nailed voice it. director will j- basically just be like, yeah, Hello. hey, Steve, can you just do the voice you did for Pink Panther? Go for it. <laughs> well, well, it like was so long hamburger. ago, but <laughs> I would like a hamburger. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go ahead and roll. <laughs> but yeah, so we do find out that uh, that little Olivier does have powers. Yes. And um, Debbie is not excited about it. No, no. Which is understandable because you know the last time that she dealt with a second person who had superpowers in the house he revealed himself to be a traitor and saw her as a pet and left for the stars Mm -hmm. so she's a little worried about olivier being so young with so much power and mark is basically like hey i'll i'll just train him like whatever man like we'll just i'll quit school Mm -hmm. like yeah I, I love that bit for Mark of, you know, Debbie being like, no, like you're not quitting school. He's like, listen, I missed more days than I'm already there. Yeah. I already I'm know failing. I'm not going to pass these classes. Like I'm failing. Yeah. There's literally nothing. Like 
I, I'm good for a job with what I've got going on with Cecil. Like, I'm able to take care of us. I'm able to take care of you. Like, wh- what is the reason I should be in college? Like, it's a very yeah, mature man. thing for him to bring up. Like, it's, yeah. it's very logical. Well, and I, I remember having, like, a conversation similar to this with my mom when we were getting to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, graduating from my associates. Are you planning on going to, like, the U of A? Are you planning on transferring? And I'm like... I fucking hate school. Like, <laughs> I, like yeah. I slogged through this so I could do theater, but yeah. like once I but like what's what's the like, goal? Well, like, what's the I'm point? Not, like academia was never my strong suit. Yeah. Um, I was much more interested in the financial stability of an arts career. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> so this this scene spoke to me, and I was I was very impressed in how well he articulated his point. Yeah, it didn't just devolve into what that conversation devolved into me, where I was like, I, I just, I just fucking hate school. Like, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just talk later. Hear my like, point. School bad. Me good. Me no yeah. school. There we go. <laughs> That's it. They just they don't equal out. No, they, yeah. I, I totally. I totally no. Feel for you. Yeah. I totally feel for you, like Eric, because like I read this around like the time when I was like transferring from Pima to U of A, and um, was thinking, "As like, am I doing the right thing? Can keep going to school? Like, what am I? What am I? What am I really fully accomplishing? Staying here? Like, am I really preparing yeah. myself for what's going to happen? What's the benefit? Next? Yeah. 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 And also, and, I yeah, I really like that you also had that voice in community college because PIM community college <laughs> teaches yeah. you to talk like this, and you're yeah. not really sure. Yeah, you know. yeah, that's true. I went to night classes at PIM, that's why I talk like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like all that early. Us narcs with our daytime classes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No, <laughs> I was busy during the day. Yeah, <laughs> working and actually doing a job. I was busy. Busy. He was busy. A. He was busy. A. We're we're just gonna be adding that to like different words and characters now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we get a we also get a quick little scene with um with Rex and Adam EVA, and <laughs> basically Rex is telling, That's awful. He, tells, oh, he reveals to to her that he's basically like oh yeah dude like invincible like broke up with amber all the while he's got this really obscene bullet hole in the center of his forehead that's i respect i love that that's such a comic book thing yeah of like the dent right there like it's so comic booky i love it healing oh my god that's so great also he's got the cool upgrade where like he's got the shooters in his arms now yeah Yeah. which is awesome yeah that's so cool like straight gambit it's like he's able to like shoot them out like yeah now it's more like bad cop robocop yeah yeah Yeah. he's uh he's almost he's 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 like he's a more human version of (laughs) mega man you know just like instead of a arm cannon it's it's a hand cannon you know he does jump and shoot a lot he does yes. jump and shoot a lot he, he is does. pretty mega man that's true <laughs> but we get this uh alert cecil does that there is something coming into earth's atmosphere hard and fast and immortal who is still grieving the loss of duplicate is doing what any guy does when he's unable to deal with his feelings he goes and punches something Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that something ends up being our boy Alan the alien. Alan, looking hey. buff, looking cut. Oh Alan's man, looking swole. 
And I love that, like, he's every time that he's confronted by someone, and I have to assume that this is how the first conversation between him and Nolan went when he first came to the planet. He's just like, oh, hey, how's it going, man? Yeah. <laughs> Can you help me out? Yeah. And he's the nicest like, guy. He's yeah. so and great. just starts swinging on him. Yeah. Amoral's just get out of my head, you idiot. <laughs> like swinging on him immediately. How dare you? <laughs> and unknown to the immortal, and I this is my favorite part of this scene, is that Alan and Invincible at this point are above Immortal's white class. Yeah. But they yeah. won't tell him that. I love that, like, oh, yeah. he can't hear what I'm saying to you. He's like, okay, cool. Listen, Immortal is not where we're at. Like, like <laughs> nowhere near our level. You would kill him. Yeah. Like, you, he's you had would a rough go of it recently. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> and so they go back to, uh, to Mark's dorm where <laughs> they have this oh, yeah. exchange. They're talking. They're like just like, I thought they were like gonna go back to the moon. I, I like thought really so thought too, and Me then too. I turned the page. I'm like, oh, what? Uh, why are they? Th that's not secure. That's not secure at all. Why are you? Not a good in plan. Man? No, and that's proven when William just walks on in. <laughs> it was just whoa! <laughs> yeah, this giant one-eyed orange alien just sitting on his bed. <laughs> who by and the way is sinking that like mattress? By the oh, way, yeah, he's breaking that. So bed. great. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to you know he basically kind of explains like hey like we want you to come back and meet with thetis who we were uh it was revealed that he is the first viltramite a uh, good viltramite prayer yeah. and mark is like mark is very adult in this book in mm -hmm. this volume yeah. mark grayson is a mm -hmm. good person mark grayson and, is a good person growing up and he says you know he's like i I'm not going like, what do you know? Cause, cause he's like, yeah, you know, you will come. It'll be like a couple weeks travel. He's like, I just got back from space and it fucking sucked. Like he actually says, yeah, I uh, love it. He's, well, like, yeah. he's just, just like, space, space, space sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's here. He's like, you've got no idea what I've been through recently. I'm not going out into space again. No way. I space sucks. <laughs> like, I, I love the way that Robert Kirkman writes Mark because it yeah. feels very authentic real person yeah yeah and he does that like across his books like if you're um if dear listener you're reading firepower you know exactly what i'm talking about Woo! love firepower one um, of the best books on the stands one of the best books in the stands and robert kirkman is very good at at human interaction when it comes to his scripting and his dialogue yeah you can hear these people talking to each other and it's it's just super cool but he reveals to Alan the revelation about the books, about how they are the key to killing some Viltramites. So Alan scans them and he's like, all right, man, I'm going to go. And Mark's basically like, dude, like if there's an actual like fight, just let me know. Poor decision, Mark. Just Poor, I'm, I'm just going to say Mark, um, bad choice, bad choice, Mark. But he actually you know he goes back and he's just like okay so alan departs after telling uh, he, i was gonna say they talk ahead. about the books too there's a thing about the yeah. books 
where he reveals like, oh, hey, like I'm reading my dad's books. Like, I think it's actually like information on how to beat the Viltrumites. You know, you might want to like if if you want to take a look and Alan like scans them is like, oh, I'll bring this back. Like we can figure out where these places are. This will give us an edge, man. Like you're good to not come right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of makes up for it. Yeah. Like, listen, I understand I can't come, but like, I like, I, I, I got this. Like, <laughs> like Mark shows the books, and he's just like, I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. Do you know what he's talking about? And like the look on Alan's face when he like looks at, it, he's like, oh, like, oh, oh shit. my god, oh like, my god, wow, this I is this is a huge deal. Like, <laughs> like, I know what these things are. I got to scan this. I got to, I got to get this out there. Yeah, and then and also just, very importantly, he let's alan know like hey they captured my dad he's in a viltrumite prison right now yeah which is going to be important later yeah mm-hmm. as we go along we we get more of uh more of the immortal basically about to quit um and cecil is going to offer up the leader of the guardians of the globe job to robot mm-hmm. yeah rudy rudy is going to be getting a uh getting a promotion here pretty soon rudy is a good person rudy, yeah rudy's a good person <laughs> And we, Rudy Robot, Ru, Rudy Robot is a, good, is a good person. And then we get one of my favorite parts of this entire volume, where William and Mark are like talking, they're doing homework or whatever, and there's a knock at the door, right? And William answers the door, and he's like, uh, "Hey, I think it's for you." And Mark's like, "Yeah," and it's EVA standing in the uh, doorway. <laughs> And she like straight up like just points at him and just goes, "Hey Mark, I hear you're single now. So are we dating or what?" Like, oh my god, like so good. The most Mary Jane Watson moment you could possibly ask for just yes. popped up in this comic book, and I just was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" It's a good thing I'm I'm holding this book over it over my over everything. And uh, yeah, it's pretty hot. So, it's pretty hot. So forceful. It was like, wow. It's, yeah. This came out it's of Eve being scary. Wants. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And That's honestly, tight. and it kind of reminded me this is, again, uh, okay, apparently, this is the Eric personal story episode where <laughs> I love it. It reminded me of my first girlfriend, right? My first girlfriend was in middle school. And I remember I was very good friends with this, this girl named Miranda, Miranda Jameson. This is back in Colorado. And <laughs> I had this biggest, I had the biggest crush on her. And it was like, we had a very similar kind of like, I had a front, it was me, my friend, um, my friend Chase, he was kind of like the William. And then we had Eve and we were just kind of like a trio. We were a trio of friends. And I had been crushing on her for so long. And then we had our first, uh, we had our first middle school dance, which is awkward as fuck for everyone. Yep. Yeah, all the, it's the worst. No matter who it's you the are. the worst. Mm-hmm. And I really want to, ask Miranda out and I was like uh you know I was I'm an awkward kid I'm still an awkward individual and an awkward adult so you can just <laughs> picture the normal awkwardness but like dialed up to 11 because I was a child hey, I get it. Guys. And so I, no. that's exactly how I talked I was like oh, man, oh, man. and so like it came down to the wire like the day before the dance i was basically like i'm just not gonna go i'm just not gonna ask her like it's a lost cause anyway <laughs> not gonna go. And like at the, at the end of the day like she came up to me she's like hey uh, are you going to the dance tomorrow and i was like i don't know she was like are you gonna ask me <laughs> and i was like oh oh, oh okay and that's how I got my first girlfriend. Ah, uh, so yeah. 
And she, All right. Yeah. She was basically like, she was like, I've been waiting. So are you going to ask me or what? Like, oh my cool. God. Very cool. That is very cool. Um, And this is just like such a power wow. move from Eve to just be like, yeah, hey, the chapter's closed. Let's move on. What, yeah. What's what's the deal here? Yeah, and I love unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, it doesn't uh, pay off for Mark in the very next issue. It's it's so painfully honest, though. Yeah. And a very good, like, I I think it's a great character moment for Eve and a really great, like, strong moment for her. Yeah. Because Mark is talking about, like, oh, you know, like, hey, I, you know, I'm actually into you, too. This is great. You know, it's, it's funny. I actually knew you were into me. You know, because I met future you and she told me and then Eve has that moment of realizing she's like, wait, did you did you think about being into me before you found out that I was into you? like be before you met future me and felt bad for her? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, and no, the worst part is how he responds oh to that because she yeah. says I have the panel up here. She's like, Mark, did you have feelings for me before she told you I had feelings for you? I mean, you didn't just suddenly realize you liked me after you heard her sob story right you're not doing all this just because you feel sorry for me are you and he just goes He's like, I, I think so oh thanks so? like oh, oh worst thing worst words that that panel that zoom panel on her face right before oh, she walks away heartbreaking. is one of the most heartbreaking panels i've ever seen in the comics it's so oh, perfect yeah. and you see <sighs> that like super confident like that super confident airs that she came into this room with it's just gone. get shut down gone and she's a kid now like it, it it's and and mark it's just upsetting mark is just not in a place to like emotionally handle this correctly because he's just he's he's all over the place he doesn't know what he's doing he's trying to figure out like am i going to be doing this college thing like what's yeah. going on with this viltramite threat am i supposed to be you know training olivier to be like the next invincible boy like right I, like what is what is my future yeah. and then on top of this he has someone who i think it's fair to say could potentially be the love of his life basically telling him like hey we're dating now and him being like yeah we're totally dating because the future you told me that you liked me and we're dating now because that's cool because <laughs> that's how relationships work yeah you know? exactly yeah, yeah exactly the future the future self of your love comes back in time and be like you should tell the one that's secretly in love with you she comes that back you and says, Marty, are in love. Marty, you gotta tell me you love me. Yeah, exactly. You it's gotta exactly. tell me you love me, Marty. It's all about your kids, Marty. <laughs> oh, you gotta get a pack. It's about our kids. It's about our, our kids. What? Bye. What? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Portal disappears. And and he's like, like wait, do I do I love Doc? Do I love Doc? Wait a sec. I always love Doc. <laughs> I, I should have known this. That's what he realized that. But I, I think it also works really well for us, the reader who before that moment, when he meets future Eve, we don't see any conflict with Mark about right. like, oh, I'm dating Amber, I'm into Eve. You don't yeah. see that at all until after that. So it kind of yeah. makes you wonder like, oh my God, is Eve right? Like, yeah. is he just doing this because right. he feels bad? Like that's yeah. really interesting because he was Excellent really shaken up by that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. great mm -hmm. long form storytelling across like three different volumes. Cause and that was two also, volumes ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also like a it's a classic uh sitcom trope it's the will they will yeah. they stuff it's like yeah. just as they're on the cusp of finally getting together nope sorry we gotta nope. throw another it gets in. taken away yeah nope sorry rachel went on a break and like mm -hmm. 
you you get to see him kind of deal with that but you don't really get a whole lot of time with it because you've got so much going on exactly including his his college professor being a total dick oh just yeah an absolute asshole fuck this guy no professor would ever keep their job if they were acting this way to one of their uh, students and stuff like that that guy would have been kicked out immediately that like, guy's a dick. Yeah, like, that, that's, an, that's an easy like go to the counselor or go to the dean or something. Mm-hmm. Be like, look, yeah. this guy said this. Like, you gotta fucking, you gotta. Yeah, like it. this guy just hates me. Like, <laughs> he just, he just no, hates he, students. He just yeah. hates students. Just yeah, hates he's students. a dick. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets visited by his mom. Aww. We get a visit from Debbie, and she reveals that she's met somebody. Yeah. She's met somebody. Good a real, a real Paul. quick sidebar here because I'm looking yes. at the page right now. The page where he sees his mom. Uh, there's a top panel. He sees his mom. Then there's yeah. three panels in the middle, and then there's on the bottom. So I want to talk about this real quick because Good. earlier in the in this review, when we were talking about the Invincible show, and we were talking about how uh, you were excited that Mark was made Asian and that Debbie was Asian. Mm-hmm. This was where I like th- this is around the time where I start thinking that he's not depicted as white in the comic. I don't know why, but he doesn't look like every other white character in the comic. And neither does Debbie. Like, I, I thought that they had Asian descent in them like right. this entire I, time. I could see that um, looking at this page. It's just softer facial too. features and stuff yeah. like I mean, if you want to get a look at what uh, of how um, Ryan Otley draws white people, I mean, just look at the guy next to Mark in the top panel. That's what I'm He's saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. What is this guy with that butt yeah. chin? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, huge, like his five head, like combined. Or the his... or the other guy with the cool like uh, the cool like, like chameleon, yeah, chameleon shirt. Yeah. Where like that guy is super white looking. Yeah. So like I I never thought that Mark was white. That's interesting. I think maybe just because I am so used to the depictions of like Superman or specifically Nightwing. For sure. Nightwing is always incredibly ethnically ambiguous. He he is always depicted as white, despite the fact that he is of Romani descent. Right. Right. (laughs) Essentially, he's white passing. He is. Yes, he is. He is white coded. And I guess like it's it's kind of on me. they they never address it at least not no. up to this point in the comic. No, it's, no, it's, it's never, never addressed, addressed any yeah. kind of ethnicity or family no. origin from Debbie, not at all. And I think that is a failing when it comes to, at least so far in this book, um, Kirkman's uh, use of Debbie. But I could absolutely looking at this page specifically, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see the Asian descent. I mean. I don't look especially Asian on certain days either. So like, that's, you uh, know what? That's, that's fair. That's yeah, that's fair. So I, I, it's I just, I, that's always stuck. That's stuck in my head since we talked about that. And I'm like, yeah. like I know that there was a point here where I was like, Oh, there's no way that Mark and Debbie are white. Like th- there's okay. no way. And <laughs> this was, this is when I really started noticing it again, talking about the evolution of Ryan Otley as an artist. Right. I think that he started to depict different races and different characters differently, you know, and not just have a template face and just color. Well, on sure. them. I mean, just so like, at this page, know. like this Mark is not the same Mark that Corey Walker drew in the first issue. I mean, yeah, it's not like the same Mark wise. that no. Ryan Otley drew like 10 yeah, issues ago, is, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> I, real, real quick to the countenance of all of this, uh, this conversation is like, I never really, uh, it, thought mark or debbie was any other race than white just because of like the fact of um 
He looks so much. I got Superboy vibes from Mark, especially in this Definitely volume because of just of yeah of like He's how Ryan Otley. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ryan Otley is uh, like this. This is this is definitely like so much an improvement from the last volume in terms of the art. Yeah, like, like such high volumes of like of uh, the the way uh, Mark and Debbie are kind of drawn. Like you were pointing out, like the background characters as well. It's like. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, a lot of the focus was with Mark and 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 Debbie, and a lot of the throwaways like through the 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 extras in the background here and everything like that. But yeah, I never, especially particularly here, I just got serious um, like Superboy and uh, like vibes from from. I totally see this. that. Yeah. I totally see that. That makes a lot of sense. It, it never. It, yeah, I, I never. I never. I didn't really. I. I yeah. I just. I. I when when they, they actually decided to make him ethnic in the show, I was like, that is fantastic. Yeah. That is way better than anything I could possibly think. That's so mm. I want more diversity anyway. I was even Agreed. thinking of like, how are they gonna diverse the the this comic? Because I remember just like a lot of male a lot of a lot of white male people yeah, and that's, superheroes that's in this. Fair. Yes. So and so as they, is the is, trope with superheroes in general. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As well as it's it being kind of a product of its time. Yeah. In the yes. Early 2000s. Lots yes. of that permeated. And now we're everyone starts Eminem. looking like Eminem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, <laughs> so like looking at this now and the way that like what you guys are describing, I am like chomping at the bit to get a Ryan Otley, Tim Drake book going. Oh, like, Oof. see, and that. that's, that's see? always been my comparison <laughs> for him is that I think that, I yeah. think that Mark looks like Tim like Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah. Oh and my Tim God. Drake to me is. Oh Asian. my God. I've never See, seen I've that. I've always wanted Tim Drake to be Asian, but I've never seen Tim Drake as Asian. I have always seen Tim Drake as Asian. It's, it's, it's it makes total always sense been a thing me. to me. Like, like blew I've never my seen mind. Him as Asian, which that's fair. Has always been unfortunate. That's um, very valid. Yeah. And I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I. Again, we're we're this is the personal stories for Eric episode. I love this episode. <laughs> this I love it. We're learning so much about you right now. Like, <laughs> see character like I like anyone. Like I got attached to characters who look like me. Who yeah, I see myself, right. and that's why Kyle Rayner is my favorite Green Lantern. Besides, I'm just being objectively the best Green Lantern, and him like characters like him characters like nightwing characters like tim drake like those were characters that i attached to because oh i could see myself in these characters and that's mm -hmm. why i am i'm kind of kicking myself that i didn't read this when it was coming out because i know for sure early 2000s eric needed to see someone like mark grayson like oh yeah it, yeah, it, it came to me at a good time in my life i yeah, yeah. That that summer of '09 was a good time in my life for me to uh, to discover Mark Grayson and how Mark Grayson forms who I am in yeah. a way. You it, know what? '09 would have been a perfect time. '09 sucked. I don't know about for yeah. you guys, but '09 yeah, was interesting. Yeah, it was. '09 was unlike anything else in my oh, life. So. It was. It was. Oh, it was a year before for me. It was '08 when this comic was uh, becoming my thing, and uh, it was. It was me graduating college finally, and finally getting into this comic, and I was just like, you know, maybe I'm started questioning maybe what I did, what 
waste uh, like spending my time in school wasn't worth it. <laughs> after Should all, I Mark Should I been in Mark Grayson <laughs> this reading, whole time? He, he's he's sitting at his graduation ceremony reading this comic. Like, yeah, huh. yeah. School sucks. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> did I just did I just wait? Did I just waste nearly? six years of my life did i just do this right now i need to go home and train olivier what am i yeah. even doing here? i need i need to talk to mama debbie for a, for a brief second and figure out where i'm going about her new boyfriend yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so like i i could definitely see mark being read as asian and from here on out like this it makes you know, sense me reading right? this comic he's asian like that's yeah. canon for me now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to the show. Yeah, same. And so I, I love seeing this, and I love being able to talk about an Asian superhero every week. It makes my heart full. Like, yeah. But going uh, back now yeah. and wa- reading all these comics, uh, reading, uh, reading the story, it, yeah, it's it's become more authentic. Uh, what they establish in the show translates from from the comic that I was like, huh, didn't didn't notice that before that's uh that's yeah. that's in my head now so good job i that's the thing that i loved this comic more like this is my favorite comic and it just became elevated even more just by yeah. that show of just like oh my goodness they did things that i never thought would happen and yeah the show has enhanced the experience of reading it even okay. now that we are 99.9 percent past where the show is yeah finally uh Finally. you know it's it's definitely enhanced uh the reading experience this time it's interesting to read this now after having seen that first season absolutely and you you know if you are someone who really loved the first season and you are wanting to get into the series which is kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to put this together in the first place like this is a perfect translation and i really dig the fact that you can go from watching the show into maybe like a couple volumes back from this and then go forward say like volume four volume five yeah you know because i mean the the main thrust of the first season is volumes one through three Three, and then a lot of the stuff as we've discussed peppered throughout four through eight you know (laughs) but but yeah I, i think you could go into like volume four and be totally fine after finishing the show for sure So the reason that Debbie brings Mark to lunch is that she wants to tell him that she's met someone. His name is Paul, and he works with her in the real estate firm. (laughs) And he's very nice. I like him. I like him. I like Paul. He asked me out a month ago, and he seems so (laughs) nice. Your Debbie voice. Oh my god. I mean, like Mark, I've met someone. Can you just say? Do you want me to read this? I'll can, read this right can you, now. Can you just Mark, say? I've oh who wants to be Mark real quick? Really slowly, I'll read oh, Mark. Do it. Okay. okay. Where oh starting? my god. We're, we're, let's stop at the top of the page where it's like, Mom, what is it? Uh, okay. Uh, Mom, what is it? Is this about me quitting school? Mark, I've met someone. <laughs> oh yeah. I wasn't looking, really. I mean, your father's not even been gone a year. I didn't want this to happen. His name is Paul. He works for the same realtor I'm working for. 
he was helping me out since I was just starting and we became friends. And I don't know, he asked me out a month ago. Uh, we've gone out a few times since then. It's not serious yet, but I didn't want you to find out later. I wanted to tell you. This is great, mom. I'm happy for you. Really? I don't know why, but I, I was really nervous telling you. I didn't, I didn't know how you'd react. If it makes you happy, I'm happy. I had noticed you were, I don't know, back to your old self or whatever recently. I just thought it was Olivier. I Come with me now. Excuse me? And we get the fucking debut of this lady. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Malcolm's so wife hot. has arrived on Earth. Uh, and, oh, my God. And her name is Anissa? Yeah, yes. I, so. I never remember her name. It is. I never Anissa. remember my wife's name. Uh, like it a is great Anissa marriage, man. <laughs> <laughs> to to, like, to to quote to quote uh the faded furious. It's gonna oh. be Miss Parker. It's gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Bad movie. Bad movie. Bad oh. movie. Great oh. line reading in that movie, but bad movie. Yes. Great line reading in the movie. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness! Um, yeah, Anissa is basically here as an agent of the Viltrumite Empire, and check in on the progress. Yeah, she's like, "How's it going?" And I love, I love this exchange where she's basically like, "You've been designated the Viltrumite agent of this planet. What steps have you taken to prepare for the eventual takeover?" And he just, as an absolute fucking unit, just goes none. And he and balls up his fist. Now, like Arthur yes. clenching up his fist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. The fact that that hasn't been made into that meme, I don't. It's know. almost the same as that. Once the next season shows yeah. up, they'll, he's got to do it. It's got to do it. It'll it's just happen. be the Arthur clenches his fist meme. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's gonna be as popular as the Think Mark Think. You know. Yeah. It's, yes, exactly. It's gonna... <laughs> but yeah, so she's basically like, "Hey, look, like I'm not here to fucking fight you. Like, I recognize." She says basically like, "Hey, I know we kind of got off on the wrong foot when we almost slaughtered you earlier." Like, we're cool. We're chill. I know a lot of things have been said about us, but we're just, like, good people. I like that she's kind of like HR. Like, she's doing cleanup, you know? She's the built to my cleanup. It's like, hey, listen, you know, I know we've had a lot of, you know, issues with the higher-up bosses, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And she hits him with this line where she's like, our people are quick to turn violent. It is something we all struggle with. Have you not experienced this yourself? And the silence from Mark after not just, that line, I'm like... That is such a beautifully drawn uh, dichotomy of panels where she is very blank, just very... I guess the argument is tactical. Business-like, yeah. Business-like, and the sadness in Mark's face. Yeah. The, like, the, that, the that one panel right there, that half panel that just shows everything you need to read about oh, God, like, Mark's realizing, like, oh, I am more like my people than I thought I was. And it's heartbreaking. Like, that is an amazingly drawn panel. Yeah, the the two panels of, like, her half face and her speaking with the bubble between them and the other half is uh, Mark's face on the other side that are polar opposite. Oh, excellent. So good. Very well, very well established, like, you know, the opposites of these two... um, cultures come but are that are still the same culture as one in 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 this moment here yeah i love yeah. it it's very beautiful and so mark basically gets the call from cecil like hey there's a job maybe you can see if she's willing to help 
And so he like he says, hey, look, I got to go. And she's like, look, here, I'll help you out. And they go to fight this fucking whatever this thing is. Uh, is that the thing from the show? No, no but it's, it's not, uh, right? No, okay. no, it's not. So but it's a more Cthulhu okay. looking thing. Yeah. OK, this is like cool. Good. This is like a swatter serpent centipede type of thing. You know, yeah. this thing looks like a magic card. Yeah. Yes. yes, it does. I'm pretty sure I saw this card in the Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I, I I'm pretty I, certain it's a Termagoyf. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it actually might be a Rathtar. Um, you know, honestly. <laughs> I almost died right now. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty geez. sure this is what a Rathtar is. It's a Rathtar. Here it is. This is the Rathtar. Okay. The so Raftar. they go and they kill this Rathtar. And oh, my God. And, like, it's actually pretty cool because she's basically like, hey, I can kill this thing, right? He's like, yep. And she just zips past him and just, and just flies blams through him. Captain Marvel Avengers Endgame style straight through yeah. this thing's head. And it's so back, sick. Like, covered it's in so blood. Sick. She's like, yeah, okay, that was fun. Like, it's, it's so just, just Mark going like, geez, man. <laughs> He's like, okay, but what about the people on the boat? Good God. Yeah, because okay. the boat's sinking, so they both work together to bring this luxury yacht over to a nearby island. And this is where it goes down because she's like, look, hey, now you see that I can help you. None of these people, you know, got hurt and they don't need to be hurt as long as you do your fucking job. Now, are you planning on doing your fucking job? And he just goes, nah. <laughs> and she straight up just says, oh, sorry to hear that. Wasn't a negotiation. And then, and then boom! Yeah. Like, yeah. And she, I wish that was Mark. <laughs> I wish that was Mark! God damn it. There's oh gonna my be a goodness. point where she does something fucking bad, and you're gonna be like, yeah, I wish I was whoever that person is. There is a point, and I do not. (laughs) Okay. I'm worried. Um, But I'm going to pretend like I know what you're talking about, and we're going to move on. (laughs) Because otherwise, I'm just going to – my mind's just going to start going. But I love the the first page of this next issue because the – the sequential nature of the art you see mark getting knocked up into the sky from the island and then it's him like the next panel is him like miles in the air above the island yeah like she hit him hard mm-hmm. and she's right behind them too yeah she's that's the thing too she's got that she's, speed yeah she's a lot like uh 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 feora in yes. man of steel oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like she should best. She should well, come back and voice Anissa. Yeah, like exactly. she should voice Anissa because she has the same energy. Yeah. Uh, she is a lot like Feyora. Yes, oh, I still think Feyora is more interesting than General Zod. There, I said it. All right, so they continue. I to love fight. Zod in that movie, but I'll and, agree. Yeah, it's it's so. It's, <laughs> and so she like she kicks the shit out of him, buries him yeah. in the crater, and she's just like, "Hey, I'm stronger than you." And I am going to come back here and I'm going to kill you if you do not do what I say. And she's basically like giving him like the riot act, basically being like, this is your job. This is a negotiation. You're lucky that and a very important line here. She's like, you're lucky our reserves are like elsewhere right now. Mm-hmm. Or else we would be sending somebody else to kill you and take your spot right now. Uh-huh. And, and that's that's uh, I think that's interesting. 
because as you get to see here, she's base she's basically like, you need to shape up. We're going to come back. Could be five weeks, could be five months, could be five years. And then she just leaves and he's just like laying there in this crater like I just got my ass kicked and I don't like any of this. <laughs> and so she goes back to the ship, but she still believes that he can be turned to the dark mm-hmm. side. Yep. <laughs> and Mark goes back to uh, to his campus mm-hmm. to find that Debbie waited for him. I love but, that. Yeah, I love Absolutely that so love much. That. Yeah. This whole exchange between the two of them, where she at one point he's just like just Viltrumite stuff. He's just like, oh, what? Because it, I wouldn't fucking understand. He's like, no, like it's not gonna like it doesn't make any sense to me. So it's not gonna make any sense to you. Yeah. And then she and then he volunteers to like fly her home. And what a what a Mark Grayson's a good son. He's Mark Grayson a good is son. a good son. He's a great son. Okay. Yeah. He will always he be. He flies his mom home and then's like, I'll come back and fly your car over here later. Like, what What an absolute hero. What a champion yeah. he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Grayson is a good person. Mark so we come covered. back and uh, Olivier is continuing his uh, <laughs> tutelage with April, I believe is her name. Yeah, yes. yes. Uh, Malcolm's <laughs> other wife. My other wife, <laughs> yeah. yeah. April bad, yo. Actually, it's more his mistress, and then like that he's seen on the side. On nah, nah, I'm probably yeah, it's cool. Anissa okay, that sounds about right. If there was like a mistress situation, and Anissa would eat her alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't I want that. that I don't. Malcolm. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that. I don't want that. Okay. Well, we didn't I don't mean want that. we didn't mean eat in that sense. We meant it like you know. Um, anyway. I, I I don't what? want her to like I don't <laughs> want her to like army hammer her and like eat her alive like a person. Oh God! Remember when everyone was fan casting him as Batman? <laughs> remember yeah. when he was actually cast as, as Batman? Batman? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For that George Miller movie, which if you guys mm-hmm. haven't read the script, you should read the script because it's actually really good. Fuck, it's actually really good. Uh, it's actually really good. It's really, really fucking it's good. A script. It's, it's so a script. As it, we continue, it's, along, yeah. it's basically <laughs> it's just a sweet doom. That's all it was. <laughs> it's a in. script. Yeah, it sure is. Sure is. Uh, we checked back with Alan, who's like just on his way home, and he's having a nice, sweet thought about possibly marrying a sweetheart. He really, mm. uh, I I love the fact that he's like just a dude, just a blue collar working. He's a blue collar worker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a blue collar guy in space. He's the most average guy in space. Yeah, uh, Alan the alien is like everyone's best friend. And then he runs afoul of Anissa who like just happens to be flying by and they're in the ship and she flies out and he's basically just like, Hey, yeah, can we just talk? And he, and she's just like, no, I did that already. <laughs> and then he just wallops her in the face. Like, and the, her response is amazing. She says, my fourth husband couldn't hit me that hard. When the hell did you get so strong? Oh my God. And we now see that just like Thetis had said previously in the last volume, Alan is more than a match for a single Viltrumite. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he is handily like handing Anissa her face until he remembers like, oh, Mark said that his dad's in prison. And so he faints getting knocked out by Anissa to be taken to the prison. I love it. The, the smirk he has yeah, on his yeah. face as she's mm-hmm. dragging, he's like, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> 
the plan is going according to plan. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the robot lines like? Now time for stage two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, there's there's one final little uh, exchange between Mark and William, and I love here where, where he's basically just like i'm fucking i'm done with school i'm not doing this anymore i gotta go get some air and william's like oh are you are you gonna fly are you gonna go fly and mark's just like yeah but not tonight man like he says, mark grayson is a good friend you know he's a good friend good he's friend. like i appreciate that you haven't really asked me in a long time but i just don't feel like carrying <laughs> you around tonight i hope that's cool and he just leaves Oh man, that pan that panel of him flying in the sky is beautiful. Yeah. Again, moon, yeah. oddly, oddly keeps using these like panels that breach out of the panel. Yeah. So like yes. Mark's arm is flying out of like he looks like he's three D, and yeah. that's gorgeous. Like he he keeps doing that in this cycle of volumes, and it's really cool. And it and it in this specific panel, it kind of communicates that all. That uh, that Mark is trying to essentially get as far away as he can from everything, yeah. which includes this book. Like, yeah, he is so he's literally like, trying to get out of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really, really uh, cool stuff. Well, real quick, when you mentioned the Ryan Otley thing, I just wanted to uh, really point out how great his artwork is because uh, William in this volume has has popped out a lot more than any of the other volumes. And by yeah. that, I mean, is like, you can see the color in his chill. eyes, his, his, his blue, he has blue eyes, mm -hmm. which I've never actually noticed before this volume. That's a good point. Uh, that, that, uh, that, that he actually has color in his eyes. Um, it's, it's, it's especially prominent in the, like the last panel on the uh, page that he's in, that he's in, in the middle panel here. It's like, it's like, wow, I didn't realize that William actually is a, pretty good looking guy and uh, William's a cutie yeah, yeah and yeah. just don't like, notice it before yeah never noticed it because of his like mouth but um but it wasn't <laughs> because but this is the one part that I was just like oh when you when you do shut up and actually yeah. look like it oh you actually when look you shut your mouth you get to see his chin yeah you actually yeah, yeah. it's true the it's most very prominent true. feature in his it's in a good chin face. yeah it's a, it, it is a crimson chin you can say. Oh, oh geez nice um, hell so, yeah uh, we get a uh and then we get the coolest little um oh yeah duo scene at the end of this issue where heartbreaking uh, yeah where debbie is talking to paul her boy mm -hmm. paul um paul looking kind of hot good for him he's got a yeah. turtleneck on a like fox. he's a little he's a beard he's got that white beard he's yeah, got yeah. his turtleneck he's doing, yeah he's doing, he's doing all right he knows what he's about mm -hmm. yeah. and so like she she basically says you know she's having hesitation and she says you know the thing that upsets me the most is knowing that he never really loved me in the first place and then we mm. smash cut over to the viltramite prison where we for the first time in a little while get to yeah. see nolan grayson almost healed up from his injuries and his uh, his cellmate is basically like what's what's going on like you've you're like what's going on and he just goes i think i miss my wife i love it oh. i love that page it's oh, heartbreaking man. the whole thing heartbreaking as hell in the dark staring out into space just all of a sudden Ugh. yeah and then Ugh. we move back along back to earth with the immortal who is surprised to see duplicates yeah. duplicate Live. duplicate she reveals that 
she had a traumatic experience early on in her career and so she made it a rule to always be essentially doing her superheroing through a proxy through her clothes mm -hmm. yeah. as long as there's one of her as long as there's one she'll she's survive. survive yeah exactly which and we were tipped off to last volume mm -hmm. and i think it's a really cool attention to detail because after reading this i went back through the last couple of volumes of like showing her and you never see the number one on nope. her, while we see the number two yeah which i yep. think is incredibly smart and a great attention to detail mm -hmm. speaking of attention to detail we do get uh in the background of this duplicator reveal uh immortal superman suit his yes. golden age superman his suit golden, yeah the the I top hat from when it was abraham lincoln yeah i and, would uh, love to see a golden age comic of this world oh my god oh, that would be really interesting that'd be actually really cool also uh the holy grail's here too yeah, you know, yeah. There's uh, like yes. A bunch, there's like a bunch and of the things. Holy hand grenade of the bottom, hand too. grenade underneath it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. Meanwhile, Invincible is training, lifting, drinking plenty of juice, getting strong. I love and, it. Uh, he's getting yoked. He's I getting it's real a strong. magnet, a magnet weight, which will like reinforce like, the weight like every time. Says, yeah. the, re the resistance resulting from the field distortion is ten to, is equal to almost four hundred tons. That's and awesome. He's just, just pushing it up, just casually doing it. And it's like, man, he's getting strong. Mark's getting strong. Yes, he is. Mark's getting scary strong. And speaking of strong, Rex Splode is back on the scene. Not to cut ahead, but this has my favorite moment in the whole volume. Uh, oh, and so yeah. they're like, you know, Mark, Mark's basically like, oh, so you're the one who fucking told Eve that I'm single again. He's like, yeah, I just. I always thought, like, I was like, I thought you guys had a thing. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says this line. I love this. He's like, I just assumed you had a thing for her, but I do that with every guy who meets a girl I'm dating. I'm starting to think I have issues. <laughs> I, I, I love Rex in this issue. He's so good. Self-aware so Rex is the best Rex. Self-aware yeah. Rex. The, getting shot in the head was the best thing that could happen to Rex. Best yes. thing that could yes, happen to him. Yeah. And so they're basically like, Cecil comes up. He's like, hey, there's a situation. And Rex is like, Hey, you want help? <laughs> and is Mark this the part you're talking like, about? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mark yeah. looks at him and is like, uh, and he's like, you could at least pretend. <laughs> he's like, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, I could, I could use help and we can finish our conversation. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but just the, you could at least pretend. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. He's like, come on, man. And then he even proceeds to like carry him by the pits, you know? So just yeah. doing that like, when they fly off, it's just like, do you know, it's just, do you know how uncomfortable this arm pitting thing is? And he's like, yeah, so I, I've heard. This was the issue that made me a Rex Blode fan. I think agreed. I think yeah. so. Because I've hated Rex up to this point because he's just agreed. been an insufferable dick, except for like last volume last where he volume. saves the day, which is awesome. Which but is the, this the, is, counter, the counter yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is this is like, okay, Rex Blode is a character I can get behind. He's kind of awesome. <laughs> he's sure. pretty fun. And the, speaking of awesome characters, the next page we get introduced to Fightmaster and Dropkick. Yes! Hell, yes. Time these travel extraordinaires. Hell, I have no yes. fucking clue what the deal is with these guys. These guys are, are great. They are great. So have you uh, have you read past this before, oh, Eric? I, oh. I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Past, like this specifically? Like past this volume. Have you read past this volume? Yes. yes. Okay. 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 I was just wondering. Okay. Okay. 
well, now, now I'm starting to think I haven't because I don't recognize these guys. Anyway, um, okay. so they're dealing with these guys when all of a sudden from behind Rex, it's not duplicate. It's multi-paw. Multi-paw. <laughs> also, you get to see multi-paw making a dupe, which you yeah. haven't seen like the dupes yeah. get made. Yeah. And you see that dupe like coming, like you see number two just appearing out of thin air. Out of thin like, air. Like yeah. he's coming through like Dr. Doom's time port. Which yeah, is really yeah. cool, man. Like, and it's yeah, different yeah. from, at least in the show, how Kate's powers are, where she yeah. just like spreads out. Where she just mm-hmm. spreads out, yeah. She's like she's like a paper doll, like yeah, or the exactly. origami like paper yeah, yeah. stretch out thing. Well, and yeah. I love his introduction to this because he's like flying in behind her on this like little uh, fantastic bike. <laughs> he's like flying at long last. Revenge, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of these uh, duplapals come out and they're just like kicking the shit out of them because there's just too many. Um, drop kick and fight master get out of there. They're able to escape with. Is it the Declaration of Independence? They stole the Declaration of Independence. Independence yes. And they go back and meet up with Nick Cage. Ben Gates. Ben Gates, you're right. Ben Gates. And, so, uh, <laughs> and, just... and Doug from uh, The Hangover. That's what, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And so as the fight is getting super intense, who shows up but the immortal and duplicate and they reveal that she's alive multipol is like oh okay and just like you said with earlier we get to see how all of his duplicates disappear as well mm-hmm. very cool and yes. i like that very cool differently their powers yeah are. i like that a lot i like that they're siblings but they have a same power set but it looks entirely different. like i think that's really cool sure. that's a rare thing in comics i think that's yeah. really neat and then we get to see Invincible land that final punch to knock Multipol the F out. Hell yeah. My second favorite part of the whole volume. I love this. Pow. Pow. That pow is great with the big O. Excellent mm. It's great. Mm. That's that's my favorite thing in this comic, actually. Is the, is the onomatopoeia. Is the onomatopoeia. Well, just 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 well, the emphasis in like when they do the like uh the the, the sound effects. There, there is a certain part in the word that is uh, uh, emphasized to yeah. sh- to really highlight the, pa- uh, the 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 sound effect. Like that's where, where the O is yeah. like really. Yeah. You can actually hear it in your head. It's so good. It's one of my favorite it's things. So good. Comic. Yeah. It's so good. So then, cutting back over to Nolan Grayson, he oh, is yeah. going through a what seems to look like an escape at at first. He's defeating these automated guards. He's busting through them. And then finally it's revealed that, oh, it wasn't an escape attempt. It was a test wherein General Craig has Craig, just the most basic white name. Craig. General Craig. With double G. With a K and double G. Craig. Gonna drive down to 7-Eleven, Craig. Hey, guys, I'm gonna hit the 7-Eleven and get a couple slushies. Do you need anything? I'm Craig. Oh, God. That's probably what he sounds like, actually. (laughs) Yeah, if his voice isn't like that. You've been scheduled for execution, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. He says, I've been watching your session from the observation deck. You'll be happy to know you passed inspection. 
Your execution is being scheduled now. It's only a matter of time now. Soon, very soon, for the disgrace you've caused us, you'll be put to death. I'm Craig. I'm Craig, and you've been sentenced to death. <laughs> guy sucks. This guy yeah. sucks, man. He, so- he also this guy this character uh this character did appear in the in the show briefly uh, yeah briefly yes. first but second they 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 showed him they showed uh another prominent character and then they showed an, uh, a woman that was that comes up way later too as well uh when they were going yes. the yes remember yeah yes yeah 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 they they the that was the thing that freaked me out it was like oh my god they're already just spoiling Three okay. characters yes. that, that later right. come on in this sh- this show. So you are wow. correct. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're, I didn't even think about that. You're yeah, right. they are not. They those three those three vulture mice that they show and when Nolan is explaining the whole like truth, um, those three uh, vulture mites are very very prominent later on. And they're in prominent. The yes, they okay. they become a big thing. They weren't just randomo like drawn vulture mites. Mm-hmm. They mean something later on. And mm-hmm. one of them, which you're introduced here, is Craig. Vis- visible Craig. Exactly. Craig. Visible confusion on my face. Yes. Craig. yes this is an audio. You'll understand. You'll understand. You'll, yeah. You'll come to see. In time. And so um, they get ready to execute Nolan. They're taking him back to his cell. And he happens to pass Alan the alien, freshly incarcerated. The two of them have a little psychic talk, and he says that they will talk later. And then we get the return of the king himself. Oh, yeah. Titan, Titan baby. Titan's doing big boy things, making deals. And he oh, is basically, you know, they locked up Multipol, and you find out that Multipol was an agent of. Um, uh, the order, the order of something. I don't remember mm-hmm. the name of it, but basically Titan yeah. is in charge of getting Multipol out. And so we finish off here with uh, Invincible practicing some uh, karate chops in the <laughs> dorm. And it is revealed that, oh, wait, no, it's not Invincible. It's fucking William. <laughs> Mark walks in on him. He's like, the fuck and like i just i love that they um in this scene they basically without saying it they say that will william has no ass yep. yes basically yes say, yep. like, i had the pants on but they didn't fit they kept falling down yep yeah. he's else. got no ass he's got no ass sucks <laughs> to suck man sucks but to suck, then man. It, totally it, understand him you get this brief glimpse at early issues invincible when they keep going back to calling each other gay yeah and it's, yeah again it's like it's funny in an isolated like moment but when you remember yeah that's not funny yeah, yeah. no it's not it's right also, up there with aged well i mean they yeah, also no. say the r word like a i lot. was just about to bring that up they and... brought up the r word earlier and i was, yeah. I was like oh yeah. no. i was like oh no our hero no. just said that that was the thing it was like oh mark you just you're the one that actually yeah, said that right. so yeah. oh that's terrible yeah when he when he's fighting octoboss yeah octoboss and it's just like oh yeah. boy uh that was good until that moment uh all right we're gonna i just want to say i think it's so blatantly obvious that william wants to fuck mark that he's literally <laughs> wearing his clothes 
clothes no, to feel closer to him. He's wearing his sweater. Yeah. He's wearing his sweater just to he's, feel closer to him. He just <laughs> wants to fuck Mark. <laughs> so he's just like so, guys, he's like just he just this is what best friends do. This is just what best friends do in college. Yes, you know? that's why you uh, should just be able to kiss your best friend. It's exactly. fine. It's totally fine. Why are, that you frustration using, why are you out? using the community college voice? <laughs> why are you using the because back in the early 2000s? Because back in the early 2000s, that's what it's all about. That's what best friends did. It's Pima. They, they it's wear, not even like a big even. deal. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you know, we're, we're just we're just high school, but there's we cigarette trays get, everywhere. That's it. We also get a quick look into the lives of uh, Tether Tyrant and Mag Maniac. Oh, yeah. I love these guys. Losers. Love these guys. Molten uh, Man and uh, and the 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 paste pot paste pot Pete. Pot Pete. Oh, yeah. I never. I can never say paste, paste pot, pot Pete. Pete. Didn't he have? So that's who name? they are. Wasn't it? Didn't he have another uh, name? The like trap, the sticker, the, the trap, trapster. Trapster. The trapster. I thought trapster, it was like trapster. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, his real name is Paste Pot Pete. His real and name is Paste Pot Pete. It so. Yeah. And so we also get a. Uh, a nice little scene between Rudy and Monster Girl, or as for the maybe for the first time, maybe probably not for the first time, they reveal her name is Amanda. They probably said it before. This is the I first feel like they've I, said it I before. Like it. I feel like they've said it before, but it was just like in passing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take it as the first time. Yeah. They've because written it because robot robot only calls her Amanda. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, sure. She, she, he did call her Amanda a little bit early on in this volume, like when they were, um, I, uh, like when they were talking or something. But yeah, it's smooching. It, it's it's yeah, it's right. Yeah, they, I don't think they have um, actually like really called her by that name. Actually, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Rick I think he's going are doing a little VR uh, experiment, basically doing some VR video games with actual drones, and. Rudy put some time into this monster drone. Yeah. Like he's, he's got an intimate knowledge of the physiology of the monster. I'm just going to say that and leave it where it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the two with, uh, Amanda gets frustrated and she reveals that she's starting to get younger again. And it's sad. It's really, it is really unfortunate that this is kind of like, it's not meant to last, which sucks. Yep. Uh, this romance is very sad and it makes me cry so we go to yeah we go back to the grayson household and mark is having debbie wash his his uniform twice so that he can get the william stink off of it and smart yeah yeah. and that's when uh tether tyrant and magmaniac make their move on a bank or rather an armored car Invincible goes to fight them, and he he makes this great line where they're just like, "I knew this was a bad idea. This is getting worse by the second bad idea." And he's like, "You guys, where have you been? I missed you." <laughs> <laughs> like, and the relief yeah. on his face, it felt very uh, Wally West Flash to me, where he yeah. was like friends with all of his rogues. Where he has a rapport yeah. with like, his rogues. Yeah. I haven't seen you guys. Are you cool? I'm gonna hit you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He definitely has mad Wally West vibes. Yeah. And oh, he's yeah. all the better for it. Yes, yeah. he is. So Mark fights off both of these guys. Uh, and unbeknownst to him, Olivier has tagged along. And he goes I love it. and knocks out Magmaniac while Mark deals with Tether Tyrant. Two of them working together to defeat the pair before they fly off. 
Mm-hmm. And Olivier breaches the subject of wanting to be his sidekick. Meanwhile, we wrap up with what we mentioned earlier. D.A. Sinclair has now made an army of Rihanna men for Cecil. And there's nothing that could possibly go wrong with that. Of I mean, not. it's got the American flag on it. Yeah. What yeah. Could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Just like all the non-problematic uh, things in the world. Je- exactly like that. And so that wraps up this uh, this volume, guys. Yeah. That was that was a lot that happened. There's a lot. There's I'm a lot, lot that happens in this one. Yeah. yeah. A lot going on. Lots of stuff to really sink your teeth into, which is great. Um, I'm excited to see where we go next. So before we get there, uh, any final thoughts on this volume? And did you have a favorite moment? We'll start with Malcolm. Uh, well, I talked about my favorite moment. Um, it's the Rex. You could at least pretend moment. Yeah. Uh, really, really love Rex in this volume. I think he really stands out. He's wonderful. Um, uh, last thing to say about this volume. I think this volume first off really delivers on the title of out of this world. I appreciate that half of it does take place in space. Half of it does not. Um, and it's just more character development, which I love, man. I mean, now we're going to get my favorite buddy duo, which is Nolan and, uh, Alan. Uh, mm-hmm. which is a great duo. So, yeah, I'm I'm about it. Hell yeah, Jacob. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. I love the Peter Parker bigger responsibility aspect in this volume more than any of the other volumes that come up because now that because the the Voltramite threat is real, the the dealing with his bro- little brother is also having um, you know, uh powers uh, his mom, you know, is is date getting back in the dating scene. Also trying to keep up with the space stuff. Uh, all of the superhero stuff is bigger than than the previous like you know volumes that have happened before. Um, he's he's coming into his own, and he is being mature about it, which is yeah. odd for for somebody his age. But it's at the same time, you know, going through these experiences that he has, you you can't help but yeah, you would mature very fast with that uh with with what's going on so my my love of this volume is definitely the mark grayson trying to be the adult that he needs to be and this is the beginning steps of it um of becoming the hero that we all need in this in this volume this is when i actually started loving um falling in love with with i believe this is with yeah this is around this time where i started falling in love with this comic because of just how the, the most Peter Parker Spider-Man you could be. And sure. from here, it just like escalates even more. Um, yeah, wait till we get see, the next volume, yo. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how much of that growth he's learned and and able to put into uh, respect of what happens next in the volume, next volume. Yeah, man. Um, I think my favorite, already talked about it, it's that Eve intro. You made it you know, you, you said it so eloquently, that very Mary Jane Watson face a mm-hmm. tiger kind of moment. Yeah. 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 In. You just hit the jackpot, baby. Yeah. And, I, baby. and I also love like the fallout of that. It's very sitcom. It's very, you know, will they, won't they? And I love mm-hmm. the drama of it. So uh, this volume I thought was really great. I think it's really refreshing to have the new material 
to sink our teeth into. Um, I'm yeah. always down for more Olivier as well. And Olivier. I think that uh, there is going to be some reckoning to be done mm-hmm. with this Reanimen project by Cecil. So very excited for that. And very excited to see where we go next. So tune in next week. We're going to be talking about Invincible Volume 10 entitled Who's the Boss? Can, it, can, can we give hints for next week? A little teaser. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to read the synopsis and then you can give hints. Hell okay? yeah. So synopsis goes like this. Up until this point, Invincible has been working for the Global Defense Agency, fighting their fights, defeating their enemies. Now, something's not right. Invincible can no longer carry out his orders unquestioned. Now, he finds himself up against the very organization he's been working for. Take it away, Malcolm. New status quo. New looks. New partner. New colorist. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Very, very exciting. So uh, that is, if you are following along, thank you for doing that. Uh, That is issues 48 through 53. So that's six issues to make sure that you have read up to discuss next week. Get ready for that. It is going to be a really fun time. Um, Not fun for Mark, I can assume, though. Not fun for Mark, but it's going to be the all new, all awesome Invincible. Yes, it will. Yeah, it is. So um, tune in next week for volume 10 of Invincible, same geek time, same geek channel. But for now, for Olivier and the Raftars, this is Eric Azana. For, for that Debbie that's there for you, Jacob Brown. I just like tall, scary ladies. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time. Great. Him <laughs> Oh my I'm alive